1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, we are out here at the 3198 Canes Hill Place, right here in the heart of Buckhead, man. Having a good time at Buckhead Butcher Shop. I uh, just talked to, to Chef Leonard. Um, Mike, little history before we get to our guy in Kansas City, uh, Josh Klingler. Uh, Chef Leonard is the, and was the, longtime chef at Bones. So if you ever went to Bones restaurant, he probably cooked your meal and he is amazing, and he is bringing out these hors d'oeuvres and these finger foods, and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, so
2: you guys, whether it's a, a seasoned grill man or you want to get started, guys. Seth Leonard, stop it. This is the Taj Mahal <laughs> of meat. This is like an ultra lounge. We've got a full liquor bar. It's a scene. So the, uh, Josh Klingler joins us now on the WaitForIt.com hotline. They know something about steaks in Kansas City. Yes, they do. Josh, do you have, like, a multi-purpose butcher shop, bar, nightclub in Kansas City?
0: <laughs> that sounds fantastic. No. The, every one-stop shop, huh?
3: Yes, it sir. is. It really is. I mean, literally, you can purchase it and have it cooked right here at the same place while you're having a cocktail. It's unbelievable. All right, let's talk about this game. Um, we got to start with the obvious, right, and, and pardon us for talking about what has been talked about all week. Josh, what do you know about this ankle? I've seen videos. I've seen little snippets. Where is Mahomes, in your opinion? What is he going to be on Sunday?
0: Yeah, we've all turned into, I'm calling it amateur ankle uh, analysts. Uh, no doctorate, um, no MRIs, no hands-on. We're all just uh, observing um, snippets of practice. <laughs> he's either faking it really well or he's been a remarkable healer, and he's been that way throughout his entire career. He's played with the you know various injuries, and and, and we still look back at the, the kneecap dislocation he did in Denver a few years ago on a quarterback sneak, which ended – any quarterback sneaks probably ever, uh, in his tenure here in Kansas city. And he only missed a few weeks and, um, he had an injured toe he played with, um, earlier that he said was worse than this ankle. And so, um, you know, he's, he's, he's running around. Okay. You know, we haven't really seen him at full speed and I think he's probably waiting to see exactly how that works out on Sunday. Um, but you know, so far so good, there's nothing that's going to keep him out of the game for sure. Um, but you know, only, only Patrick and Mandy Reid and whoever know how limited he is and, and what they might have to tweak in the playbook to accommodate that. He's not a runner, per se, but he's great with his feet. I mean, he's, he's smart when he takes off. He obviously can move around the pocket and, and move uh, uh, evade stuff in the pocket. And so his mobility, you know, if it's, if it's not 100%, we'll have to see how that, how that factors into how he's able to, to play. But he's definitely playing.
2: It is uh, Josh Klingler with us, guys, on the thewaitfor.com hotline. Josh with the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. I know the, the, uh, the Bengals really hated all that chatter about a Kansas City-Buffalo match here in Atlanta, and they kind of used that as some motivational yeah. fuel. Are the uh, Chiefs upset with this Burrowhead stuff and the fact that the Bengals have been kind of getting one over on the Chiefs?
0: Yeah, uh, they're not doing much publicly about it, but yes. I mean, they know they know it's there. They know the chatter's there. Uh, defensive uh, tackle Chris Jones today uh, ended his press conference and said, "You uh, know, see you see you all Sunday at Burrowhead. So he was really the first <laughs> one to kind of said it out loud. So uh, I think I think there's a yeah, there's a little there's a little feiciness with this game because the Chiefs really this was the fuel for their off season, uh, blowing an 18 point lead in the AFC Championship game last year to the Bengals. I mean, this was this was what uh, sent them to the you know to the summer workouts and and everything heading into the season. So everything's right there for the, you know, the ability to, to get one back that they thought they should have had last year. So sets up perfectly in that regard, just a little extra fuel, I guess. But, but yeah, um, they, they've done a pretty good job of not you know, taking the bait, but they, they all know what's going on, and certainly Chris kind of put in an exclamation point on that today.
3: Yeah, I saw where Willie Gay, the linebacker, asked about what impresses him about the Bengals' <laughs> offense. Nothing! It was like Mr. T. It was like, yeah. Lane. <laughs> nothing impresses me. Um, and, and even, you know, Jamar Chase was asked who said it. Uh, there's a lot of chirping going on. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How do the Chiefs slow down the Bengals' run game? They broke the bills off for buck seventy last week. I think the Bengals' running backs as a tandem are better than Jacksonville's, and Jacksonville had some success running the ball against you guys. Is that a concern going into this game?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's – that's and that got their offense jump-started right against the, the Bills, no doubt about it, the way they ran the football. And they ran the football against the Chiefs pretty well in the first matchup, and they didn't have Joe Mixon. It was just Samaj P. Ryan, and uh, he was really good uh, catching the football as well. And so having that tandem, that's, that's the first thing you got to – there's a lot you got to stop on this offense, obviously. But, you know, if they're running the football, that really sets the tone. I think, I think the same can be said on the flip side. I think both teams probably want to try to establish the run – uh, knowing they can throw the football with their with their terrific quarterbacks, but yeah, stopping the run is is got to be uh, you know mode number one, and then you know uh, getting the pass rush on Joe Burrow. They they felt like last year that he kind of slipped out of their fingertips a couple times uh, late in the game, especially, and so they need to get some some pressure on the quarterback, stop the run game, and and not allow you know Jamar Chase and T Higgins to be running around the secondary and and uh, expose the the back end of the defense that way. So. Yeah, that's the prime focus. It is, it's simplistic, right? It's a like stop the run and establish the run, but I think that's a big part of the game for both sides.
2: It is Josh Klinger with us, guys, talking about the playoffs, man, AFC Championship. That's the late game, by the way, from the Chiefs Radio Network here on Dukes and Bell. I was looking at the numbers from the overtime game last year, and I know that they moved on with multiple pieces, including Pacheco, who's a stud, but Tyreek Hill had seven catches for 78 and a touchdown last year. Do you think this is a game where they could use a guy like Tyreek Hill, or they've got enough weapons?
0: Well, it's just been different, um, you know. Patrick Mahomes' numbers this year kind of speak for themselves. Their ability to spread the football around. Um, Travis Kelsey is the a number one target. We know that um, they've done a fantastic job of throwing the football to the to the running backs. Jerick McKinnon has had a terrific season, finding the end zone and being kind of the uh, the screen guy and the outlet guy on on third down and and in the red zone that type of thing. But yeah, I mean, they'd love to have a wide receiver kind of step up in this in this postseason. Um, didn't hear a lot from either Juju Smith-Schuster or Marquez Valdez-Scantling last week. And so one or both need to probably have a bigger game this go round. They're going to focus on Travis Kelsey, there's no doubt about it. And they've done a really good job on him as well. Really kind of second half when they've shut down the Chiefs offense they've done a better job uh, against Travis Kelsey. And so Kelsey's always going to get the, the top attention and that frees some stuff up for the wide receivers. Someone uh, needs to, to step up and grab it.
3: Josh, how much pressure is on Andy Reid? Do you feel like having home field advantage, playing the Bengals two years in a row? I love Big Red, and I know what he's accomplished as an NFL coach. He's one of the best to ever do it. But don't you feel like there's some pressure on him right now? A little bit, because
0: I think, well, I think it's pressure on everybody because I think you don't want to waste this pretty terrific window that you're in. I call it kind of the first era of, of Patrick Mahomes, and we're getting kind of greedy around here, too. I mean, five straight home games in the AFC championship, two trips to the Super Bowl, but only one win. You know, it feels like so greedy, right? Like, only one win. Uh, But this feels like, uh, you know, multiples, at least in this early run, that you should be able to stack a couple of these. And, yeah, you can't ask for anything more playing these games at home. And so uh, uh, two and two, right, in in home AFC championship games. So you you have to take advantage of the the home field in these situations. This is a tough matchup, though, no doubt about it. The Bengals have... have, uh, done a really nice job finishing off games against the chiefs and and they would like to get one back obviously because they led all three they've, they've lost four you know uh, three straight i guess uh against joe burrow and company and including the playoff game and all three games they led in the fourth quarter and let it get away And so they'd love to finish this one i don't know if the pressure's fully on andy Reid, but you know you don't get to an another super bowl and win another one in this you know this kind of era then it it, it does kind of put the pressure on but i think i think it does get a little greedy i mean we're we're, we're pretty spoiled right now with this, but the bar is set pretty high, and their expectation level is pretty high. So I guess we, we all have to hold them to the same kind of standard that they expect, which is, you know, be in that, be in that big game. Give yourself a chance to, to, to win it all. That's
2: right. It is Josh Klingler with us, guys. are we uh, kind of handicapping the AFC Championship, and I use handicap because we like to gamble, Josh. We like to put a little money on these things. And i got to be honest the Chiefs didn't really cover the spread a lot this year mm. and some of that was maybe but, having some leads and yeah. you know whether they took the pedal off the gas I don't know but why, why was it like that this year is it to, is it a sum of its parts and they get up for the bigger games and the reg, some of the regular season games
0: yeah I mean I think the front end of their schedule probably you know was a little bit tougher and they kind of geared up then and that's when you saw kind of what three 40 point games in the first half of the season mm. I thought against the better opponents and not to say they got bored down the stretch, but they might have got a little bit bored down the stretch. Um, you know, the, the, the schedule kind of lightened up, but they did play closer to the best games. It didn't exactly blow people out. I think a factor of not covering, too, is big numbers. I mean, they've had a lot of big numbers uh, each and every week. But um, so, yeah, they haven't, they haven't done the greatest job of, of finishing teams off when they've been able to, you know, get leads and what have you. And so um, I, I, I think that this, this is a team, again, I think their expectation level is the playoffs. Not to say they're going through the motions during the regular season, but um, it's about the playoffs. And so uh, I think the, the the foot's back on the gas, and hopefully we'll see that come Sunday. You know, I don't think it's going to be a, a, uh, a large, um, you know, uh, um, margin by any means. The Bengals are really good. Uh, this is, I think, going to – go down to probably the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter. So a close game can be expected. I guess that's good for both. Both have played pretty well in close games. Uh, you, you hope that the, the Chiefs playing close games against lesser opponents does help in close games against better opponents. We'll see.
3: Weather Sunday, what's it supposed to be?
0: Well, um, no offense to you guys, I did not want to go to the neutral site. Uh, but realizing I'm giving up about 60 degrees on the sidelines, OK, um, <laughs> between the the indoor climate controlled and what's supposed to be like uh, 10, 11, 12 degrees uh, coming on on uh, on Sunday. So uh, but I'll take it rather be at home than than neutral for sure. But it's uh, yeah, it's not exactly uh, indoor climate controlled, but uh, I don't think the precipitation is going to be a problem. It's just going to be cold.
2: And Josh, just for Falcon fans, when next time we get to Arrowhead, what is the steakhouse? You can pick only one steakhouse in a city like Kansas City. Where would you go?
0: Wow. Um,
2: I know you probably have many friends in the business. There
0: could be. A- I know that's that's always the hard part. The everybody always asks, "Where do you go for barbecue?" I'm like, I go everywhere because it's like you <laughs> exactly. go get a, a, a plate of something here, a, a side of something here, a sandwich here. It's hard to say, but um, Capitol Grill is always the the kind of go-to for that. So I, I, I guess I'd say that for the, for the steak. And then you don't have to pay me down for barbecue because it's everywhere.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.